At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is My Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. To my guys in the desert live from Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. I'm Stormy Bond and Tony. The hidden gem play strikes again. Last night we got a good winner with Illinois State. Barely getting the cover. Plus 15 against Loyola Chicago. Got some good NHL plays. So let's keep it rolling into today. Wes Reynolds is going to join us in studio in just a little bit. We've also got Dwayne Colucci and our guides here at Circa, Derek Stevens and Mike Palm. All throughout the hour going to have a lot of fun. So before we welcome in Wes, let's get to our top five stories, things you need to know that impact us is better. Starting with my guy Jim Harbaugh, apparently reversing course. He will not be the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. It turns out he's headed back to Ann Arbor, which is a huge win for the Michigan Wolverines. They just had their best year under Harbaugh, 12-2, win over Ohio State, a spot in the college football playoff. Michigan, 30-1 in next year's national championship odds. The Vikings, meanwhile, now believed to be finalizing an offer with Rams offensive coordinator Kevin O'Donnell to be the head coach. Can't officially make that move until after the big game next week. Vikings, 35-1 to win it all next year, bottom half of the odds board. Continuing the college football talk, though, Texas A&M signed the top recruiting class in all of college football at the end of National Signing Day yesterday. Apparently, according to 247 Metrics, it was also the top-ranked class in history. The Aggies are fifth on the odds board, sixth on the odds board, rather, 25-1 to win next year's Natty. Alabama, your odds-on favorite, next to UGA, then Ohio State, Clemson, and USC all ahead of the Aggies. That one's still a little bit weird. High expectations in L.A. for the Trojans. We got a big game in the Pac-12 tonight. Speaking of L.A., the third-ranked UCLA Bruins taking on the number seven Arizona Wildcats. UCLA six-point road dogs in this spot despite absolutely crushing Arizona just about a week and a half ago at Poly Pavilion. 75-59 in that win. Arizona did bounce back with an 11-point win over ASU. But no team hotter than the Bruins right now since their loss to Oregon ripped off six straight wins, which included a 22-point stomping of Stanford themselves. Jaime Hawkes left that game with an ankle injury. He's questionable tonight, but Johnny Juzang, who missed the last two games in COVID-19 protocol, is expected to be back. Tip-off, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 Eastern. Let's check in on an NBA awards market that's been a little bit under the radar. Well, unless you're a VSIN fan, so you probably already know about it. But NBA Defensive Player of the Year, another impressive performance last night 
for Jaron Jackson. 10 defensive boards and two blocks. Jackson's odds getting shorter and shorter. Just plus 900 to win now. Fourth best on the board behind Rudy Gobert, Draymond Green, and Giannis. Jackson averaged 3.3 blocks per game in January. And he leads the league in blocks with 12. And look at that. Just a couple weeks ago, January 20th, 250 to 1 continues to climb. Last one here in our top five on Tuesday. Jared Stillman of 102.5 The Game in Nashville reported that Aaron Rodgers has purchased land and is in the process of building a house in Franklin, Tennessee. It's a suburb of Nashville, home of the Titans. Stillman adds that Rodgers is open to joining the team, and he should be. They were the top seed in the AFC, if not for three picks thrown by Ryan Tannehill. Titans likely advance to the AFC Championship for the second time in three years. They're 22-1 to to win next season. And in terms of Rodgers' hypothetical odds right now via DraftKings, Titans aren't even on the board. Broncos the favorite, followed by the Bucks. now that Brady is out of the picture in the Green Bay Packers just to stay at home. Why not? We shall see. Let's get Wes's opinion as we welcome in VEASAN Zone, Wes Reynolds, betting analyst expert here on the program. What's going on, Wes? How are you? Good to be with you. I'm good. How do you feel about Aaron Rodgers' potential to the Titans? I never really thought that that was an option, to be honest with you, because everybody kind of assumed, okay, Denver would be the destination. And you've seen it, I think, in the Super Bowl odds, like Denver down there at 15-1, to very good defense. But I don't think that they're that close to winning a Super Bowl. So it's they're already kind of paying the tax where it's like, well, Aaron Rodgers makes sense here. Nathaniel Hackett, his offensive coordinator from Green Bay, is coming out to Denver. But I don't think that they're like exactly a package deal. So... A lot of people moving just outside of Nashville to Franklin, to Hendersonville, a lot of the suburbs outside of Nashville. It's been kind of one of the hotbeds in America in terms of people moving there. And it's a great city, a lot of fun and, you know, quiet out there. You're seeing a lot of people from Hollywood moving there as well. So mm-hmm. him, the Titans could make a little bit of sense. I, I never bought that. Okay. He's going to Tampa Bay because I don't think you want to be the guy that replaces the guy, especially when you've been the guy in the past, like Aaron Rodgers. So Tennessee Titans could make a lot of sense here if they're willing to pull the trigger. Yeah, a team I, I never really thought about until now. That would be a nice little fit. Uh, everybody wants to know what your thoughts are on the Super Bowl because, I mean, it's crazy that we're still a week and a half away, I feel like, because we've talked so much about this game. There's just so much buildup, but there's so many different angles and ways you can bet the game also. Mm-hmm. But Rams right now, four-and-a-half-point favorite still. I believe the total sitting at 48-and-a-half most books. We saw C.J. Uzoma, uh, the only Bengal not participating in practice today, but he still has got some time to potentially get back as well. Yeah, no bet for me as of yet on the side. I am sitting on a Rams 15-to-1 future for the summer, so debating how I want to play out or what I want to do with the hedge, I was a little bit surprised to see it move to four and a half. I think you're starting to see some fours, and I knew some buyback was going to come. I didn't think that this was going to go to five, five and a half, or six, because obviously if those shows, you're going to see the pros go ahead and scoop those up, just taking a number, but I think the line is probably going to stay about right where it is, Stormy. Four, four and a half, total 48 and a half, and you know, two teams that the Rams have been here before, and that was a, that was a few years ago, granted, and, you know, a totally different team with Matthew Stafford at quarterback. But this is a new thing for the Bengals, but everything has been new for the Bengals in the playoffs. And it's like you just don't see, like, these type of things happen where a team comes out of nowhere where they won, what, two games two, two seasons ago? ago? And now all of a sudden they're in the Super Bowl. Usually you got to like go through the pain, right? You got to get to the wild card or you got to win a division, then lose in the divisional round or lose in the conference championship game. And the Cincinnati Bengals absolutely uh, bypass go on all three stages. And now they're here. 
I think that the Rams are the better team, and that's why they're priced as such as four, four and a half point favorites. And really what's going to be talked about, I think, not only throughout the rest of this week, but also in the next week in the lead up to the game, they have the advantage in the trenches. And if you're one of those folks that believe football is one in the trenches, then you're going to side with the Los Angeles Rams when you look at the fact number one pass rush win rate against the 30, 30th rated pass blocking mm-hmm. unit in the Cincinnati Bengals. Granted, they did not have as many sacks against Kansas City, not like the nine they had against Tennessee, but you're going to have to see Joe Burrow get out of the pocket because he's going to be flushed out of the pocket. So there's going to be times he's doing that. And then maybe if Cincinnati and these guys elect to do some like design runs, get him out of there and get him on the move because we saw against Kansas City in that second half when he got on the move, it's tough for these guys to cover those receivers for so long. And eventually a Chase or a Tyler Boyd or a T. Higgins is going to pop open and Burrow can make those plays on the run. So I'm debating how I want to hedge. I do think that the Rams are the better team, and that's why I bet them in the summer. I mm-hmm. thought maybe this was their year. This was when Les Snead and Stan Kroenke and the whole organization put all their chips in. It's mm-hmm. like they're going to win right now or perhaps next year. They're not worried about the fact that they have, like, no draft picks seemingly well, for the next say, few years. You thought that in the preseason. That's before they went out and added Von Miller and Odell Beckham right. Jr. Exactly. Like they just added to a- Exactly. I thought, okay, they got some pieces now, but now that you add Von Miller, and that's a reason why – number one pass rush win rate on defense. And then you get Odell Beckham. And I got to say, Odell Beckham has been good. Mm -hmm. He has not caused any friction. He has not done the uh, quote unquote diva wide receiver trip at all this year. Winning. He hasn't. Yeah. What what do we always say? Stormy winning is a great deodorant, right? So when you're winning and he's getting his fair share of the ball, he's not going to complain. But the moment that doesn't happen, Maybe it's going to revert to Cleveland or New York, Odell. But so far, so good. And he's one game away from getting a Super Bowl. Right? No doubt. And I did just want to say with regards to the Bengals, you said usually they go through a little bit of pain. I think that as a franchise, they've gone yeah, through I guess a they've been going. I, I guess they've been going through pain, if you want to count the 30 years <laughs> since their last Super Bowl, actually 1988. Yeah. But remember when they went to the AFC Championship game in the early 90s. So... Yeah, the the Bengals have had their fair share, so probably everybody out there in Houday Nation that's yeah. listening to this is like, what the hell are you talking yeah, about? We are, know pain. We know pain. We yeah. invented pain then here we, in Cincinnati. So sad. Then we finally get there. Joe Burrow tears, tears his ACL. <laughs> what do you mean we haven't dealt with pain? But no, really, really cool to see a team that was 100 to 1 odds to ultimately win the Super Bowl, be in a position to do so in a, just about a week. Uh, with regards to Super Bowl prop bets, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the menu is insane. It's just grown and grown and grown. You've got hundreds of options available. What are some that, regardless of the Super Bowl, you just like to get in? Yeah, and there's a, and, and you know, I'm kind of waiting because usually it would be around right around today where the first props would hit the market other than the index props, the normal, okay, uh, you know, first score going to be a field goal or a touchdown or whatever, those normal props that we always get. But now you're going to see more of the player props. But DraftKings, you know, able to get to the market right away. And I know Westgate Superbook usually has a release. Every book kind of here in town has a release, including Circa. So they're going to release those player props. So I haven't done a lot of player props, but one index prop that I usually like to play, and more often than not, it does cash, 
is that no score in the first 630. Now, some shops will open the first five minutes and 30 seconds, and obviously with lesser time, that means that they're going to extend the juice on the no if you want to bet the no, because I normally do bet the no, because I often think, okay, this is the Super Bowl. It's a big stage. You got some jitters. If a team goes three and out, that's already two, two and a half minutes off the clock. So you're just watching the clock basically and hoping that they don't score. And oftentimes you do get a slow start in the Super Bowl. And I think you're seeing kind of the under get bet a little bit. And I've seen some guys I respect on the first half under already 23 and a half or 23, whatever number they got. So you usually don't see it come out like hellfire and brimstone where it just score, score, score. We're so used to that seeing the chiefs in these games, but uh, the no score in the 630 is often yeah. something I like to look at. And the Bengals specifically have been a little bit of a slower starting team in general as well. Yeah. Plenty more props um, that we'll talk about leading up to the Super Bowl. But just because we are talking about the big game, come join me uh, at the South Point next Friday, February 11th, 6 p.m. We're doing big game betting and beers with our guys in the desert, Chris Andrews, Jimmy Vaccaro, Vinny Maiulo. It's going to be a really cool Fun, informative look at betting this year's game. They're going to share some stories from behind the book. These legends have seen over the years. It's been really, really cool. So, again, that's Friday, February 11th, starting at 6 p.m. at the South Point. When we come back, more with Wes and our Thirsty Thursday College Hoops Plays of the Week. Who's who me Wes partying with tonight? Let's go. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. on my guys in the desert this segment brought to you by zen nicotine pouch is a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes dip or vape no more smelling like an ashtray no spit cups no more batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with zen nicotine pouches are smoke free they're spit free and available in 10 varieties now spearmint wintergreen citrus many more plus for your convenience every variety also comes in two strengths so you can find the satisfaction level that works for you zen america's number one nicotine pouch available in over 100,000 locations nationwide so it's never been easier to find your 
your Zin. Head on over to Zin.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's ZYN.com slash F-I-N-D. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Rolling along here in downtown Las Vegas, Wes Reynolds in studio with us. And it is time for Thirsty Thursday, our College Hoops Play of the Week. We're throwing them back. Which college program tonight are you getting rowdy with? The favor the dog. Thursday night in college when we had the Thirsty Thursday promotions where they have like dollar you call yeah. it. So uh, I miss those days. Now it's we too all. expensive. But in my game, I am going to be riding with the dog. And it depends on what shop you're at because we could probably like switch our cups back and forth <laughs> between fave and dog of what we like. But uh, I'm going against the herd on the network today. I've heard all Wyoming all afternoon long. And I am going to be on the Boise State Broncos. The best I saw was one and a half. And Boise State, by the way, did play this team earlier this year in Boise. It was 65-62. Wyoming made a nice run at the end. But Boise actually had a double-digit lead at the half. And then Wyoming kind of filtered back and chipped away and chipped away. Both these teams are very good teams. But one of the reasons I like the Broncos is this is something I like to play. I think I mentioned it last week when Davidson finally got ranked against VCU. You want to bet a team when they're on a streak and they're just outside the top 25. And then when they finally get ranked, it's like, okay, that's when you go against. Well, Boise State is still trying to get respect. They have now won 14 games in a row. They're undefeated in the Mountain West. They've won on the road at San Diego State. Sorry about your Aztecs there. But but Fresno State, they're 8-0 in the league right now. And Boise State is in, when you look at the AP or the coaches poll, they have that little column below called Others Receiving Votes. Mm -hmm. Boise State is in Others Receiving Votes right now. But if they win this game in Laramie, top place to win as Colorado State found out on Monday night, and they get San Jose State, who's kind of the bottom feeder team this year in the Mountain West Conference. They're going to be ranked next week. So I love the sense of urgency with this team. Boise State, by the way, number five in the adjusted defensive efficiency. But look, this is basically what the line indicates. It's a coin flip game in some areas. Boise State's favorite, some areas Wyoming's favorite, some areas it's a pick em. But I'm riding with... The small dog today. Okay, so we you are correct that we are on the same game here. So I am riding with the, depending on the book you got, mm-hmm. with the fave. Um, they're, Wyoming's minus one here at Circa. On DraftKings right now, they're plus one. We've seen it bobbling around. It just depends on where you're getting it. Um, but I would take them either way. I, I understand your reasoning completely with Boise mm-hmm. State. 14 straight wins. Wyoming's won eight of their last nine. Their only loss was that one to Boise State. And I think they've got a little bit of confidence coming off the CSU overtime win. And they're in that revenge spot. And that's always where I'm trying to go is it's a revenge Mm -hmm. spot at home in the double-A where they are perfect. 10-0, they do not lose in Arena Auditorium in Laramie. And um, I'm partying with the Pokes. Because at altitude, you know, it's just a little bit, a little bit more. Of the, the, I, it gets I, the booze gets to you faster. I feel like I'm in trouble a little bit here, though. If Wyoming does what they did all those years ago, where the rally cry, like every school, kind of like has a song in the yeah. arena, and theirs was "Thank God I'm a Country Boy" by John Denver. And if that John Denver gets rocking. I'm a little worried about my Boise State bet. And to your point uh, for Wyoming, Xavier Ducell did not play in the first game. That gives Hunter Maldonado, who's really Wyoming's go-to guy. They use him almost every possession. Yeah, he has a really high possession rate. I think he's 14th in the country. He plays 91.7% of the minutes for this Wyoming team. So 
So Ducell, I think, does give him at least another shooter because Boise, look, they're going to throw multiple defenders at Maldonado and try to get him off the game. It's like you got to chop the head of the snake, so to speak, if you want to beat a team. And that's what I think they're going to do. This is a very close game, but I am going to ride with the Boise State Broncos, 8-0 in the league, already, already have been tested on the road. They beat Utah State. True. I know Utah State's been a little down. One at San Diego State at Viejas. One at Fresno State last Friday in overtime. So this is a battle-tested team on the road. Boise does like to foul, though. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and Wyoming is the better free throw and, Yeah, team. but yeah, you to your point, to it. Boise State, 61% from the line. That yeah. is near dead last in all of college basketball. So I think Wyoming's uh, like 71%. Yeah, roughly. yeah. So, you know, it could very well come down to that. But I think it's going to be dun, one dun, of the games duh. of the night. Well, We'll be going back. I know, I know. We're, we're going today. to war here, Stormy. <laughs> um, well, a big game in the Pac-12 uh, as well. So for Mountain West, the Pac-12, we're keeping it on the West Coast today. UCLA, third-ranked team in the country, taking on Arizona, seventh-ranked team in the country, who was number three mm -hmm. last time they faced UCLA, and UCLA walloped them. Arizona was brutal shooting the basketball. Now they're six-point favorites back in Tucson. What do you think? Yeah, and, and look, I think Arizona is right here, but we talk about revenge spots, and one thing I want to make clear to the audience is that a lot of times this gets taxed into the numbers, so that's why I have not laid the six or the six mm -hmm. and a half with Arizona. They're the side I want, but I want to see maybe if I can wait for an in-game, and usually most of these big TV, national TV in games have in-game opportunities, so you can wait on that if you don't like the number. Concern for UCLA, Johnny Juzang cleared from COVID protocol, so he'll be back. But Jaime Yaquez is a game-time decision. How healthy is he going to be? We know Arizona, you know, they just didn't hit their jump shots. They, they did not look very good in Westwood and, and got beat pretty handily. And I got to credit Tiger Campbell, the point guard for UCLA. He really kind of controlled the game, and UCLA was doing their thing. And you kept seeing Kier Creasa and Mahurin. These guys were throwing up brick after brick. I don't think they're going to shoot that poorly again. So I do like the Arizona side in this spot, but not quite the number. Yeah, I, I bet Arizona last time the matchup. And I shouldn't have done it, especially considering Polly Pavilion. That was their first day that they had fans back in the stands and everything. I probably should have just stayed away. But I had so much belief in Arizona. Like, in my mind, they were like a Gonzaga type of a, a team. The level with which they were playing, mm -hmm. they're so high-powered offensively. Now, I am curious, though. I'm guessing that Bill Walton is going to be calling this game, and he's going to be talking about the Tinder portal, Stormy. <laughs> Have you heard about this, yes. the Tinder portal? Yes. That's... If only if only that was a real thing. Let's make that a real thing. That's too good. Anything else you like in college hoops tonight? Yeah, there was a, a couple, and one that I'm kind of taking a little bit of a questionable spot. One of the things you kind of see at this point in the season is when teams go on run and there's like the luck factor. You know, everybody looks at like the Ken Palm, which is a great tool everybody should have. And everybody looks at that fan match to try to predict what the final score is going to be. One thing you want to look at that's not, you got to kind of search a little bit on the site to find it is what I call the luck factor. And one of the top teams in luck have been UNC Wilmington, 15 and five the right Seahawks. now. Yes. And they are going to face six and 16 Elon. So, UNC Wilmington, and I'll just go through this really quickly. They've not lost a game since December 15th. They won at high point on overtime. Every game they've had ever since the middle of December has been single digits. You know, less, less than double digits, single digits every single game. So they've won a couple overtime games. They've won games by five and by six, by seven. You know, they've all been nip and tuck games that could go either way. 
but they've happened to get it right to KO Siddle's bunch. So they are 15 and five. But now they do this for the first time in conference play and the first time really since they've had this winning streak. Now they're a road favorite. And this is a role that they are not used to because obviously when you win 12 in a row, you're going to be laying points on the road to a 6 and 16 team in Elon. So I did hold my nose a little bit and I took Elon plus two. I think there's one and a half right now. Elon just lost to a bottom feeding team on the road and William and Mary, one of the bottom teams in the conference, 65 61 on Saturday. So I am going to go with Elon. I'm going to play against that luck here. I think maybe UNC dub the Seahawks. The luck runs out a little bit. I know it looks like low hanging fruit to lay one, one and a half on the road, but I'm going to go against that and take Elon. All right. We shall see. It'll be a fun one to keep an eye on tonight Uh, in the golf world. Pebble Beach Pro-Am got underway today. How you doing so far? What are your uh, first round thoughts? I do have the leader right now. Actually, one of my selections this week on the outright was Tom Hoagie at a little bit over 60 to one. And he is currently eight under playing Pebble Beach. By the way, this course format, they play three different courses on three different days. So they either play Pebble Beach, Monterey Peninsula, or Spyglass Hill. Then they have the cut on Saturday where they take it down to low 60 pros, low 25 pro-am teams. Because this is a pro-am. That's why you see some of these actors and entertainers Mm -hmm. and corporate titans of industry that are playing with these PGA professionals. But... We're still trying to finish the round here, but that is something to keep in mind. Look at that leaderboard and see which course played the easiest, whether it was Pebble Beach, Monterey Peninsula, or Spyglass Hill. It's usually Monterey Peninsula here. So if you see a bunch of those MPs up there on the leaderboard, keep in mind that they're going to get the harder courses on the back half of the weekend. So that's something to kind of keep in mind if you're trying to bet this tournament live and don't have anything pre-flop. No, really good. And, and as always, make sure you check out Wes and our guy Brady Cannon on long shots. They get into so much in the golf world. It's really, really great coverage there. Appreciate your time, Wes. This that's is awesome. Us. Thank, thank yes. you for having me We in. could both be a dog, yes. depending on how this goes. Yes, we're, <laughs> we're, we're going to be drinking heavily during that Boise State-Wyoming <laughs> game tonight. That's a guarantee. When we come back, Dwayne Colucci on on the program and be better who needs to step it up. You're listening to my guys in the desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. already know VEASAN's the best place to get all the betting insights for the big game, but right now you can sign up to get our free big game betting guides. Digital guide gives you trends, strategies, props to watch, tips from all of our experts. It's really awesome and it's free when you visit VEASAN.com slash Super Bowl. Get your guide and get ready for the biggest football betting action of the year. Super Bowl 56 on the way. Going to be a fun one. Time now here on My Guys in the Desert for Be Better. Which teams, players need to step their game up because they be struggling. Let's start with the Brooklyn Nets. Lost six straight without KD. Even having Kyrie Irving on the floor for four of those games didn't matter. It's been brutal. Even our guy James Harden put up mind-boggling four points in that loss to Sacramento. Two of 11 from the floor, the fewest he's ever scored in his career when playing at least 30 minutes. Said there's no concern to be had with the Nets, though. Just trying to figure out the process that works best, what guys fit, what guys don't in the process. I don't know. Be better, my friends. One and five against the number in that 0 for 6 stretch. Another team we already talked about the game tonight, the Arizona Wildcats College Hoops. Listen, this is a team 8-2 and two straight up their last 10, but their ATS numbers 3-6 
and one now taking on a UCLA team that whooped that tail a week and a half ago, 75-59. Horrific shooting from the floor, just over 30%. 7 of 28 from 3. Their most efficient shooter was bad. Their starting point guard 0 for 12. Can't have that happen. Your six-point home favorite tonight in Tucson. Be better and get back to Arizona ball. Last one on here. New York Islanders, you go into the All-Star break getting shut out by the Seattle Kraken? Come on now. Three, uh, two and four, their last six games, and even their wins, though, are bad. Like, look at their schedule. Congrats for beating Ottawa, Arizona, Philadelphia, New Jersey, Buffalo. Brutal teams. I know that injuries and COVID-19 were rough to start the year, but defense and goaltending win healthy should be this team's calling card, and it's not. Ilya Sorokin and Semyon Varlamov struggling regardless of who's in net. Be better when you get to action after the All-Star break next Wednesday when you take on the Canucks. We need to see it. Well, we're going to be better on the program as we welcome in our guy, Dwayne Colucci, race and sportsbook manager over at the Rampart. Dwayne, I got to tell you, the JW is my father, Rich Bonantoni's home away from home. He's going to be so happy that I am talking to you today. Every time that he comes in from California, he's hanging out at that sportsbook. And that is awesome to hear, Stormy. I really appreciate it. And definitely, you know, I do know your family. And it's just amazing to have you guys on property and amazing to join. Uh, the show once again. Appreciate you. Happy to have you on with us. We got to talk Super Bowl. As you know, it'll be here before we know it. How's the handle so far? I know we're still about a week and a half away, but this is a game that everyone everywhere is going to be betting. Yeah, definitely, Stormy. And we have some excellent handle. And it's been traveling in on the Rams thus far. We are now at four and a half at the Rampart in South Point. Total of 48 and a half. And, you know, we definitely anticipated that influx of Rams money early on. But there's still a lot of wagering to be done. We have completed 19 pages of propositions at the Rampart in South Point. Those are all up for your betting pleasure right now. And this is going to be a very competitive matchup, Stormy. I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, naturally, from a handle perspective as a bookmaker, wish the Chiefs were in there because it would have created just a little more handle. But having Joe Burrow and that LSU connection, it attracts a lot of the market down south in Florida, in Louisiana. So we're definitely happy to have a new face in there. And we're in great close proximity to Los Angeles. So we're going to get a lot of Rams handle. No doubt. And like you said, you are seeing it already with regards to the spread. I was a little bit curious, though, with the underdog potential, the way we, we know the history of a guy like Joe Burrow, right? And that he's won at the high school level, the collegiate level. Now in the NFL, a team that was 101 to win it all, now in a position to win the Super Bowl. Does his ability to be an underdog winner type entice some people to get a little bit more action on the Bengals money line versus the spread? Yeah, definitely, Stormy. You know, everybody loves a winner and especially an underdog winner, which now Joe Burrow has proven he could go on the road, has won several games now on the road and against, uh, you know, marquee top-notch teams. Uh, you know, defeating Tennessee was very important. Also beating Kansas City. This kid has a lot 
of gusto and definitely is one of the premier young players in the NFL. You combine that with chase and that connection. Like I spoke about the defense is really playing well. They clamped down on Kansas city in the second half, Kansas city and Patrick Mahomes weren't able to breathe in that second half. And that's what really showed the true merit of the Bengals. So yeah, everybody loves an underdog and we are currently sitting at plus 175 at the rampart South point for you people who love to wave the points and want to see Joe Burrow win straight up. So 19 pages of props. Which one do you think might end up being the most popular when all said and done? Uh, Everybody loves props, Stormy. So uh, always what's popular is the first player and the last player to score in the game. I always find that we have uh, a lot of spread out action on that. You know, whether it's Cooper Cup or whether it's Jamar Chase, Odell Beckham, you know, you have a lot of flashy names out there. So that definitely is one of the propositions that people love to focus on. Alternate uh, point spreads as well, Stormy. Definitely important that we watch those, gauge and monitor those at all times. You know that will there be a safety has become very, very popular because you have seen that happen in the last, uh, you know, few years. So we have so many propositions. It's going to be such a great time, the two weeks leading up to this marquee matchup. So those are a few that I will see massive handle over uh, at my book at the Rampart Casino. No doubt. Cannot wait. Super Bowl 56 just around the corner. And I was super excited to have you on the program today because I don't always get to talk a lot of hockey. And I have somebody that can talk it with me. Uh, Obviously, NHL All-Star Weekend taking over Las Vegas. Fanfare starting today. We've got the skills competition, the games that are coming up. Are you guys going to be offering anything with regards to All-Star Weekend? Yeah, definitely, Stormy. I was talking uh, to Chris and the guys over at South Point, and we'll probably put most of that up tomorrow in the afternoon, uh, the games itself. Not sure if we're going to have propositions. We'll see how that works out because of the format change. You don't just basically have East versus West anymore, and the skills competitions are adding a lot of different uh, niches to the uh menu. So it's going to be very unique this year. You know, you have things happening out at the Bellagio fountains. And I heard about a uh, blackjack scoreboard where you shoot and try to make 21. It's going to be really exciting. And I love that the NHL markets Las Vegas so well and puts a little spin on it to add us into the mix. It's going to be very, very exciting. It is at the Bellagio fountain. They're going to take little boats out to the mini rink out there. I thought it was really, really well done. I'm excited to see everything that they do ultimately do. I got to ask you, so me and uh, the self-proclaimed Puckstradamus, Sean King here on the network, we both love betting the NHL, but some of these favorites are so big right now. Like, I know that the Avs got upset the other night against the Coyotes, but they were minus 600. The Golden Knights the other night, minus 450 around that against Buffalo. We're just seeing these huge favorites that it makes it a lot harder for me to want to get in on some of the action. Have you guys ever seen it be this dramatic in terms of favorites in the NHL? No, not at all, Stormy. We're at a new precedent. You know, it's definitely you're seeing teams that are way, you know, less skilled than some of the top teams in the NHL. Like you touched upon Arizona, they just really aren't playing well. Buffalo played horrible. I was at the game at the Fortress the other night. My Montreal Canadiens, you know, the injuries, Mm -hmm. having Carey Price sit out, having Shea Weber sit out the full season thus far. Toffoli was hurt earlier. So you're seeing a lot of injuries, a lot of COVID situations. And, you know, with Montreal, you're talking about a team that went to the Stanley Cup finals last year. 
year. So, you know, when you start seeing seven to one, six to one, these are unique because it is the first time that we are putting up lines. We as bookmakers are, you know, we want you to bet the puck line with these big favorites because a lot of these games do turn out to be one goal game, Stormy, believe it or not. So, you know, it does make it a little more difficult on the consumer and it does make it difficult on the bookmakers like myself because like you said we are seeing massive lines and i remember the old stories you know even in baseball you never saw sandy koufax a six or seven to one favorite but in hockey you're seeing the colorado avalanche be a seven to one favorite against arizona so yes this is very unique but i think the drop off from the top teams to the bottom tier teams is so significant that's why you're seeing it this year. Yeah, certainly feels like the haves and have-nots that upset the biggest since 2006 in the NHL. Crazy. I only got about 20 or 30 seconds with you left. Any futures at the midseason point you're liking? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I think Igor Shesterkin is definitely a Vezina candidate. So if you could get some good odds on him to win the Vezina in the NHL, I think that that's definitely one of the players to keep an eye on. Uh, you know, the, the MVP is such a difficult race thus far to gauge, but Alexander Ovechkin, the grade eight, has been overperforming this year. 29 goals, 29 assists. Didn't miss a game up until the last game with COVID. He's still one of the marquee talents in the NHL. So maybe we could get some value on the grade eight as well, Storm. We shall see. Thank you so much, Dwayne. You're awesome. I appreciate it as always. Thank you for having me on. That's our guy, Dwayne Colucci, over at the Rampart Race and Sports Book. Alex Ovechkin said we're not going to see him all-star weekend. More my guys on the other side of the break. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
VEASAN's got a great new offer that can only be described as madness. You get VEASAN all access to everything we do from now through the College Hoops Championship on April 4th, just $29. Sign up now, get our daily best bets emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming college basketball betting guide, bracket breakdowns, plus full access to all things VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every single game. This deal only happens once a year. Don't miss out. VEASAN.com slash madness to sign up today. Welcome back to our VEASAN studio here at Circa Sportsbook alongside the men, the myth, the legends of Circa, owner and CEO Derek Stevens, VP of Operations, host of Odds On here on VEASAN, Mike Palm. Just took off your name tag. Why'd you do that? What did you think of the revelation on Monday where Amal Shaw admitted he slept through the NFC Championship game? As a 49ers fan, how do you feel about that? It's just rude. (laughs) No respect. (laughs) Whatever. But hey, super exciting, though. We do know our Super Bowl matchup. We're going to be talking about it nonstop leading up to Super Bowl Sunday and all the coverage you can want here on VEASAN. But from the book's perspective, Derek, is it is it Rams coming in on the spread, Bengals on the money line? Where are we sitting for you guys? You know, you always have uh, a little flurry of action on Championship Sunday in the evening. And then Monday, the, the line gets a little stronger, and uh, it's pretty well set. Yeah. Four and a half, and um, the the probably the biggest move was on the was on that total. You know, somewhere at fifty, fifty and a half. It uh, kind of zeroed in at forty eight and a half, and it seems like a pretty solid number everywhere. So I don't really see this moving too much until we get uh, past uh, past this weekend. So it who, seems like a pretty good number. Right who do now. you like? Oh uh, well, I. <laughs> I might have to make a bet here, so we're still. So <laughs> okay. I'm not going to bet anymore, and he might have to bet this well, game. Well, because it's the Super Bowl, everybody has to bet. He has the a Super strong Bowl, opinion. Right? You he do. Has a very strong opinion. Keeping it to yourself, though, I see. Yeah, right now I am, but uh, Mike, right. Mike, and I, we've we've had a little off uh, off camera uh, discussion about it, but I really like this game. Okay, Mike, where do you stand on things? Or are you keeping it close to the vest as no, well? No, I don't have to keep it close to the vest. Uh, look, I think this is a mismatch. Cincinnati hasn't played a defense like the Rams and what the front four will do to that offensive line. Um, You know, give this team a lot of credit. Give Zach Taylor a lot of credit. They didn't make mistakes. They did the things they needed to do, and now they're here. But I think this is a whole different animal in the Rams. I I don't think this is going to be a close game. Von Miller and Aaron Donald are going to be a little bit scary for that offensive line of the Bengals to go up against. I I know here at Circa, you guys – Obviously, you're getting in on the prop market, but you're doing something pretty cool and unique here with the squares, which I am a huge squares person at like a normal Super Bowl party or I love it for the NCAA tournament rounds. You guys are doing it at the book. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, Circus Squares, we uh, we posted it early this year. So uh, CB got it posted at on, uh, on Tuesday uh, here in Nevada. We got it approved uh, in Iowa. So it's approved in Iowa. It went up uh, yesterday. Uh, today it's approved in Colorado, so we're cr- trying to bring Circus Squares to a, a few more people. So, and since uh, since we posted it, the line moves are unbelievable. Really? So, yeah, if you take a look at what um, what Circus Sports posted on on their tweet, I think it was on Tuesday, and compared to these line the lines today, it's amazing how many moves there were. So. Obviously, if you get a lot of action on one particular mm-hmm. one particular combination, three, 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 two, we had a big move on three, three and two. Um, it pushes everything else up. So I would say out of our squares on on the first quarter, I think uh, about thirty percent of them have changed. We've had about four that have gone down. We've had like twenty six that have gone up in odds. So 
we're we're just pretty excited that Circus Square is going to be going to be a, a pretty big thing. It was a great thing last year, and I think uh, I think we're really being able to push it this year. No, it's really cool because I mean, when you're betting squares at home, it's usually like a randomized number. You're just picking a square, but here at the book, you can try to put a little bit of strategy into it, right? Have your key numbers at zeros, or and you're doing it each quarter, right? Each quarter, and 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 you know, right now we've seen the most amount of volatility in the first quarter. First quarter is a little bit different to handicap because the first quarter you have you have much higher odds on those numbers that are almost impossible. Like a first quarter 5-5 five, five is almost impossible. The fourth quarter, it's not that impossible. I mean, 35-20. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of scenarios where 5-5 five, five is not the worst thing at the end yeah. of the game, but in the first quarter, it's a whole different ball game. So Yeah, two that's and a, why, a two and a six, a five, those numbers can get a little bit tricky early yeah. for sure. Stormy, you know, this whole concept really, they say necessity is the mother of invention. We were running all these parties in different locations before Circa ever came about. And we were getting to the point between the event center and the ballroom and the restaurants and all that. We were trying to run like 24 different boards, right? Where people bought a square for 150 or 25. They're so popular. Yeah. And one year I came to, I said, I just don't have the staff because it takes two people to run each board. One collecting the money, one writing down, keeping track. It became impossible. I said, we have to do somewhere where we can let the people bet on this. And we came up with this circus square. It is it's what it is. It's Super Bowl squares where you pick the number. Think yeah. about that. You just hope you draw a good number. A seven, a zero, a three. Here, you pick your number, and you know the price. It's awesome. I'm yeah. I'm so excited. I, I mean, love squares, like I said. Super Bowl is all about all about America. It's all about people coming together and having parties and things like that. And and uh, I think we've all participated in squares, whether it's a hundred dollar board or a five dollar board. But you know that feeling you get when you get that 5-5, five, five, you know? It's like, oh, man, it's over before kickoff. But here, here's a way that you can you can get value if you mm-hmm. get a number like that. And here's a, here's a way you get to pick your exact number. So we think it's pretty cool. You know, yesterday had um, had a Chicago guy come up to me. A guy owns a bar. He's throwing a Super Bowl party. And uh, he said today he was coming. He's betting all 100 numbers in, at the end. And I go, really? Why? He goes, because I'm giving them out, to, I'm throwing a big party, I'm, and I'm giving them out to everybody. It's going to be part of our whole thing. I go, man, that's pretty cool. So I, I highly recommend this for people having parties at home or yeah. parties at, if you have at a bar, you have some other other event. It's a pretty cool thing to uh, to to give out. You know, Mitch Moss did a breakdown the other day on follow the money on zero zero as the end of the first quarter, mm-hmm. either ten nothing, ten ten, or zero zero. Historically, for the amount of times it's happened in the past, the real number on the odds should be like plus 268. It's still plus 425 here in the wow. first quarter. So there's a little bit of an overlay there. And then the other thing I wanted to mention with the props is, you know, we're not the the best ever in the prop market, but we do a few of them really well, like the first player to score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. He's got every possible player on yep. the roster listed. We're taking steam on Buddy Howell, the four-string running back for the Rams. Somebody betting him at two... 2,000 to 1. Oh I mean, so we get the sweats on already yeah. for us. Oh Nobody howl. Nobody howl. <laughs> Just anybody but the fourth <laughs> string back. Please. Please. No, it's going to be so fun. You dress, you're dressed for a party already, Derek. Look at you with the sparkly gold pinstripes. I love this look. Yeah, I had to wear pinstripes today. You know, we got, uh, a, you know, think NHL All-Star game. You know, yes. Canadians mm. prefer pinstripes generally. And then uh, and then we got, the, we got the Pro Bowl in town. So uh, it started last night. We talked about it with our team. Uh, we talked about our transportation, get the limos fired up because I think tonight, um, tonight is really going to hit. And then tomorrow, Saturday night, Sunday, we're probably going to have more athletes in here. We, we could we could have we could have an all pro versus all star celebrity dice tournament, celebrity yeah. golf tournament. We got uh, we're going to have. I think. I mean, God, we might have a. 
half the, half of both uh, the NHL All Star team in here at one point or another <laughs> for dinner at Barry's or uh, or uh, hanging at Stadium Swim. Same thing with uh, yeah. same thing with the All Pros uh, in football. So it's pretty pretty amazing time in Las Vegas. Uh, you know, if you're a, if you're a, an athlete uh, fan, um, pretty good chance uh, you're going to run into a few at the bar tonight. I love um, some of the things that the NHL is doing this year. With I mean shutting down that part of Las Vegas Boulevard for the Bellagio Fountain Skills Competition. They're going to have a play in blackjack with the agility. Yeah. I think it's going to be really cool. Mike. We're excited. We're very excited. <laughs> you, we're, we're very, very, we're very, very excited. excited. With the motion, Mike, as you, with the no, motion. No, we're very excited. Derek's so excited that these athletes might be coming. He's like <laughs> a kid. He's gonna, I think he's going to be here like 96 straight hours, so he doesn't miss well, any of it. We know, Derek, we know you love the Golden Knights. Now you're going to have it for all of the stars of the NHL taking part in Especially Vegas. Especially all those kids that grew up in Michigan that made the Alls. He has a special spot in his heart, and he hopes he gets to meet all of them. You a Max Pacioretty fan? I yeah, I mean, he went to Michigan. Yeah. Wereski went went yeah. to my high school and all that. Yeah, we we got a lot of a lot of a lot of kids coming to hang around this weekend. There you go, very cool. With regards to um, the NFL Pro Bowl, though, so what's what's it's hard to like really enjoy the game part of it, but the skills competition's pretty cool, right? Like, I still enjoy watching that. I'm gonna watch, uh, you know, the replay because you know the NFL. Uh, um, locked today, down the right? video yeah. last night. Last night oh. as well, it happened already, and um, they've locked down the video, so they're going to be showing it uh, showing it today. Because um, I was disappointed. So there's like stuff that I just want to bet on, you know, like tell me who's going to be participating in what. Let's. I think we should be allowed to bet on whatever we want to bet on at this point. And so I was super sad that they were like pre-taping it, so we didn't get to kind of know live what was going to be happening or really get a preview. It should be a lot of fun to watch. Um, you know, Adam Hill was great, Adam yeah. Hill was reporting uh, from the competition last night, and uh, he said it's going to be worthwhile worthwhile okay. to watch here tonight. I wonder do they have to sign a non disclosure agreement before they leave. Oh. Can't no. tell. If you work for happens. the Review Journal, you you already sort of work under one. Yeah. Oh, I love Adam. We had him on the show. Should have had a job here. Get him hired on Beeson. Come on, I leave the Adam. You campaign. You're one of the greatest campaigners of all time. Oh you say something, God. it happens. It, it happens. Comes He's back still very still to the Mitchies. <laughs> That's gonna do it on today's My Guys in the Desert. Huge thanks to Derek and Mike for joining us. As always on a Thursday, Danny Burke and Rush Hour are next. You guys are wild. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.